What is that thing? It, it looks like some kind of tree chair. And those things on it, I, they, they look like something I've seen before, but they're strange. They're the color of coconut flesh. Whatever is going on here? Welcome back to A New World, presented, as always, by Vitamin Dice, V-Y-T-A-M-I-N, Dice. I am your game master, Philandelman, and I am, as always, joined by... Well, hello, I am Caden Wise, and I am playing The Stranger. I'm Josh, and I'm playing Alig. I am Connor Mann, and I am playing Elsie Wayward. I am Frankie, and I am playing Bast Botros. All right. We're here on our ship, the Haraway, with Captain Madrigal. In the last episode, the ship was attacked by some undead humanoids. We're going to jump ahead about a week into our journey across the sea here. I want each of you to tell me the way that your character likes to spend their time aboard the ship, sort of how they're feeling, how uh, sea life is treating them. We can start with, uh, let's start with Alig. Course. So, <laughs> Maddie, Alig hates the sea, and I mean, <laughs> hates it like fuck yeah. it, ocean, stupid, fuck it all. So he just hates yeah. it. So he likes to spend most of his time just like sleeping because you know sleeping is like as close <laughs> as you can get to in life fast traveling, but at only yeah. minuscule amounts, unfortunately. So, right. But in his waking hours when he isn't fast traveling and he's he tries to distract himself by uh, reading uh, various books he brought along that could help him with his uh, endeavors and also map making supplies. And he likes to go over those and just practice drawing maps, even though he's really just looking at, oh, ocean, not really, you know, nothing to map here. Yeah. So Alex having a bit of a tough time, it sounds like. Yeah, he, he he's a wee bit grumpy. Yeah. That sounds right. Like, literally, when people are like, hey, the fastest route to get to us is by sea. Can you, like, come here for this archaeological dig? He's like, nah, I'm going to be there in, like, four times the amount because fuck that. I'll be, I'll be fine, yeah. Like, uh, somebody in freaking, like, northern Hakanen. It's like, oh, yeah, it's like a it's like a two-day journey by ship. And it's like, I'll be there in two weeks. <laughs> yeah, literally. That's <laughs> I'm going like, around. What? <laughs> nah, I'm going around. <laughs> I have prior engagements. Yes. <laughs> I have prior engagements. All right. Very good. Let's hear about Bast. So I think Bast is... Well, I actually worked out her traits and all of those things. She actually really likes sketching. So often she will be on the deck. Did we just lose them? Oh. <laughs> Hold on. Them. Sh yeah, the, the internet for us. We might have just lost them. <laughs> okay, it's going to be a little bit, so let's go to the stranger next. You want to... Okay. Um, can we come back to me? Sure. Then we'll move on to Elsie Wayward. Okay, so... Being on a ship doesn't bother me, yeah. although being attacked by a horde of zombies bothers me considerably. Interesting. Um, <laughs> so, I, yeah, I've pretty much been really nervous okay. since, ever since then, and I stay in my room most of the day. Okay. Days. People who are up and around at night see me doing shit at nighttime, but that's pretty much it. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> let's try this again. <laughs> Bast, tell me, or uh, 
I guess, Frankie, tell me about bass I think experience. bass is pretty comfortable on the water just because that's kind of how she grew up. She also really mm. enjoys sketching. So she most times is up on deck uh, sketching random things like the sky or like <laughs> birds that pass by or even sometimes like crewmates. She'll do like little portraits mm. of them. Yeah, I think there's definitely like a time that you see like some dolphins that are like going in pace with the ship or like sea fowl. And then we've got Elsie, so Caden? Uh, well, yeah, the stranger doesn't really interact with people. He's very sort of disconnected from everything. He keeps an eye out for the most part. When you're a stranger, people are strange. I can't remember the rest of that song, but... <laughs> Yeah, neither could I. Yeah, I tried thinking of, I know the song you're referencing, and I can't, I can even hear it in my head, but I don't know yeah. any of the rest of the lines. That's the only line I know. Yes. I just caused somebody to madly type those lyrics into Google. Right, exactly. <laughs> I guess the most notable thing people might see him do is that occasionally he'll take out, or he'll like, he'll find a separate location away from everybody else. Mm -hmm. And even, like, away from the crew and everybody else, like, the audience might see him down in the decks in his sort of section, just writing in the notebook, one of the notebooks that he had bought when he was on shore. Mm -hmm. Occasionally, he'll also, like, seem to just stand by himself for minutes on end, not saying or really doing anything, yeah. and then just... For no reason, we'll just start moving, acting as normal. It'll just be the, the occasional times where it looks like he's just completely zoned out. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, I was thinking we uh, now specifically ab about a week into this journey, we would dive into a more specific scene with each of these characters. I see. And for this instance, I think we should start with everybody's favorite cleric, Elsie Wayward. Okay, so I'm going to wait for a night with a, a really clear sky. Mm -hmm. And yeah. then I'm going to go up onto the deck and just sort of take a look around and see what's going on. Yeah, so there's not really anybody up on deck right now. It's uh, It's a very clear night. So there are very sharp shadows cast by the the lamps from inside the captain's quarters and other other rooms on the 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 deck level in the cabin. There's like this yellowish light that pours out of the windows, but then there's a very clear line where it stops and it's just it transitions sort of into uh the the cooler light uh of the moon and the stars. Okay, I'm going to go to, like, the front of the ship. I don't know what it's called, but, like, the, the front mast. of the deck. Or, no, the mast is the, uh... It's yeah, the bow. Yes, the bow. The bow. Where they have the figurehead. Yeah. Uh, and I sit, just, like, crisscross applesauce, and okay. I I, <laughs> I take my staff, mm -hmm. and I, I, I take the, the gemstone from yeah. the top, mm -hmm. and I pull it out of the crown of the staff, and just hold it in both hands, and I cast light on the the gem. Okay. And it projects an image of the night sky surrounding me in a bubble. Mm -hmm. But this sky is different from the sky, the real sky, because there's three constellations that stand out. I see. The archer, the chalice, and the dragon. Right. And I point to each in turn, and they lines form to connect the dots right and create the the outlines of the constellations okay right on and then i just sit and focus my mental energy inwards towards my heart is elsie seeking any sort of direction or guidance of any kind i'm going to try to uh speak directly with chandra okay Roll a religion check. Okay. Oh, I'm good at religion. That's good. Fuck. Uh, 12. <laughs> Chandra, can you hear me? There's not really a response, but 
either you think you see or you want to to sort of perceive the the moonlight and the starlight get just the the tiniest bit brighter i i don't know why i was chosen to be on this expedition i i can only assume that it's by your will that i'm here but we haven't even reached the new world yet and i'm this is a lot more dangerous than I thought it was going to be. I, I need your help. I don't know what, what you want me to do. This all happened so fast. I really did not think this through. I don't think I'm supposed to be here. I, just, I, I need a sign. Please tell me that I'm on the right path. In your projected constellation map the constellation of the chalice lights up significantly perceivably becomes brighter and the light changes from sort of like a white to more of a more of a pinkish tone okay and then the dragon lights up in sort of a red color and finally the archer lights up in green that seems to be all that you're getting. Okay. Oh, all right. Let's go to Bast next for. So in scene. my scene, I am in my room alone. I imagine I have like mm-hmm. some kind of desk. Yeah, I, I think each person has a small room with a little a desk and a chair, and then sort of a cot that's like a hammock sort of and that's there's maybe like a little trunk but the the rooms are very small and they don't have a lot of stuff but there there's a desk for you to sit at and so a little oil lamp gets out of her hammock cot and grabs mm. the oil lamp and goes over to her desk and she opens one of the drawers in the desk and pulls out this quill but the quill yeah. looks like not a normal quill it's kind of the feather of the quill is like kind of like electric blue in the middle and then it kind of fades to like a black and she pulls out a piece of parchment and on it she writes Irva the journey goes well we ran into a bit of a complication at sea but my crewmates proved useful in overcoming it the naturalist or the cleric, may be a good recruit for the daughters. She seems quite knowledgeable, although her time management seems poor. We shall land on the New World in seven days. I will report in again when we reach the shore. B. And then, after a couple of seconds, the message completely disappears off the parchment. She puts the quill away, and she lays back in her hammock and goes to sleep. Great. Yeah. And then uh, let's move on to Aelig. So he is currently reading books about lost worlds and lost civilizations. And the pa- and in the, uh, I would say in the table of contents, a list of them have a check mark next to them or crossed out ones that he has discovered so far or right. have uh, and circles and little notes, uh, anecdotes, stuff like that. But one right. is left completely untouched, and that is Karal. Yeah. And he flips through it uh, to the page, still mystified by the uh, the intrigue about how he still has yet to find a trace of this world on Grokvale. Like, nothing mm-hmm. is mentioned about Karal. It's only, uh, except for in books, but in terms of actual physical evidence, there's nothing. So, it is I a... Think- yeah. Uh, as you're reading these, uh, Gibby reaches out to speak to you, and Gibby just says, "Did, Did father, father ever mention anything, anything about Karal?" Alig mm, sits back into his chair, and probes his mind. I don't. I don't believe so. You did mention though you came from a strange place. Maybe you're from there, for all we know. I mean, gold dragons like to travel, don't they, in their younger years? Hmm. 
Indeed. So, Corral, from what is described in this book, and this is the most known of what is the most known of Corral, is this one book that he has, and it's only around a paragraph long. So it's I quite see. not much is known. And I would shall say, we say it is perhaps a book from the Feywild? Yes, I would say that. But you may be asking yourself, how the hell did a dwarf find himself there? Well, he was exploring a ruin, set off a trap, and next thing he knew, he's in the Feywild for a bit till he found his way back. So, yeah. It happens to the best of us. It, it does. It really does. And then no more than a few years later, he got shadow touched as well. So, whoop-de-doo. He really, Alig should really get tested for sperm count at this point. <laughs> yeah, like, he's probably. He's like, been in a lot of different planes. Yeah, he's been in a lot <laughs> of different planes. Who knows what kind planes. of effect that has? I think one of his testicles glows at night, too. <laughs> right, yeah, you should write that down on your character sheet. <laughs> it's a nightlight. <laughs> he has to have, like, extra dark underwear so it doesn't give him away. Right, he has just really thick, like, Appearance. tinted underwear. Appearance blackout curtain. Yeah, blackout blackout undies. <laughs> Glowing left nice. testicle is going under appearance. Good, good, yeah. This is qua is this the quality D D content that you've been looking for? So this good. is what you're they welcome. For. I mean, if not for this, then what? <laughs> then what I say. What? Um, but what is mentioned in this paragraph is a jungle world, and most of it is actually subterranean. Hmm. But it's in a cave system. So think of sort of like Aztec, like cenotes and such. So there's still those caves are very big and there's still sunlight reaching down into them and everything. And I would say that's where the city is situated or as how it is described. Yeah, that's good. And uh, that brings us to the stranger. So we see the stranger in his room, identical to everybody else. His desk, however, is cluttered in paper. Various books are propped up. Parchment is pinned to the walls closest to where the desk is. It looks like he's set up sort of a makeshift workbench. Uh, various tools are set out and sort of clamped down so that they don't move with the rocking of the ship. On the table, he has his pepper box there, and he's making adjustments to the mechanisms with tiny tool set. Mm. Looks down the barrel, makes sure that it's clean. Spins the barrel clicks it into place, nods an approval, and slips it back in the holster. And then takes out, seemingly from nowhere, it looks like a hammer. It looks like in the stages of crafting. Mm -hmm. And he places it on the table and takes out a book that seems to be old and weathered. The binding is worn, and he flips through the pages. Several of them like look like they're about ready to fall out. Right. Flips to a a part of it and props it up this circular script like each sent or line of sentence is a ring in a massive ring of circles mm-hmm. and there's just multitudes of them on each of the pages he yeah. flips through until he finds a diagram of what looks to be a similar hammer but in completed stages with various runes written on it yeah he takes one of the empty journals and he begins to rapidly sketch and then carefully trace the runes over and over and over again. Yeah. Uh, if I may add something in, as you look at the incomplete uh, version of the hammer that sits on the desk, you realize why it hasn't been working up until now. Mm. Just steel. It just doesn't work the same. You you need some of that metal from the monastery in your past. We see him, same silhouette, with the long braided hair, the long pointed ears, shadowed by the candlelight of the lamp. He leans mm-hmm. back and he looks like he would put his hand on his chin in contemplation. Mm-hmm. He looks over his shoulder and he goes, well, I know, I know I should have thought of that. I did not think of it in the moment. That perhaps it did not need the metal. Yes, you said it before, but that is not the point. Don't berate me. It is beneath you. Slams the book closed, takes the hunk of metal. At least I can melt this down and make more knives. 
or bullets. I am not pouting. Puts the now worthless hammer seemingly into the shadows and you look and you see that his mask is there sort of hanging from a hook. Hmm. Puts it in the area and then it just suddenly disappears from view just sort of leans back and begins to contemplate and does that for quite quite some time before he turns in for the night okay it's uh maybe a day or two later and it's about midday the uh the ship is making good progress the winds are right when uh up ahead of you actually before you would see anything you would hear up from the crow's nest ahoy we got something. And Captain Magical sort of kicks open the doors to her cavern, <laughs> cabin and struts out onto the deck and says, Then we shall see what it is. Aim towards it and get ready to put down the anchors. Is anybody uh, on the deck at the time? I would More s- than likely, yes. I, despite how much Alig hates the sea, I would say he's feeling a bit cabin sick at this time and does need some fresh air when he hears that and goes, oh, thank God, fucking land. Oh, sweet land. Fuck the ocean. The nice. I'm sleeping. <laughs> Do you see any signs of settlement? Uh, Captain Madrigal says, yeah, I don't know. Right, Anne. What do we see? Eh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no signs of civilization. Then we should be on our guard. Yes, yes, very well. We'll check it out anyway, though. I volunteer for the landing party. Sure. Same here. All right, all right. Yes, uh, Best, you uh, you go with them. As you wish. I'll be fine. Take anybody else you want. You! Halfling, you will come with us. Nah, man, I'm in. I'm. That was not a request. <laughs> no, I'm in my. She's not I'm in there. my cabin. She's asleep. Elsie is asleep. I'm not even oh. there. No. God damn it. That's what she's, she's like. No. <laughs> like nah. <laughs> I go down the stairs, open up her door. <laughs> I like to imagine that the stranger uh, put hooks his boots on the railing of the ship, and then lowers himself <laughs> over the side of the boat to yell through the window <laughs> into Elsie's cabin. I love this image. Absolutely, he does. He just sort of like peeks his head through the porthole window in Elsie's room and goes, "Affling, get up! Oh, f- fuck! What's going on? That is land." You are needed. Okay. Uh, okay uh, Get your things I'm... and be ready. Okay, I'm and ready. And I just leap. I just leap back up onto the <laughs> deck of the ship. That's amazing. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> All right. So yeah. Um. You know, the anchor gets put down, and um, there's maybe uh, sixty feet of water between where the boat is now stopped. And the sh- the shore of this uh, this piece of land, it's honestly unclear if this is the coast of the New World or if this is just some island in the middle of the sea. Mm-hmm. So I would say right away. So despite what I said earlier, I would say Alec is making a rough sketch of a map of the ocean, like not a proper map, but just like tracking how many nautical miles he's keeping in touch with the ship's navigator and everything. And I would mm-hmm. say right about now he has his uh his cartography tools and a very close pouch so he can start mapping the instant they make landfall. Okay, yeah. Uh, would you like to make a uh, just make a wisdom check and uh, add your proficiency Sounds... for like a uh, cartographer's tools? Uh, can I see him doing this? I, I would assume so. Yeah. So wait. So okay, my... I'm gonna scurry over and cast guidance on him real quick. All right. <laughs> scurry over. <laughs> I mean, I'm yeah. <laughs> Fucking nice. Oh my go. goodness! That's I mean, tw- you can, you get to add a one d four because of guidance. Uh, yeah, yeah, just roll and see how. <laughs> For everyone, I rolled a nineteen, hey. and it's, yeah, and now I rolled a three. So yeah, that's good. So 19, 20, 19 total on the dice 20, for a total yeah, of twenty eight. Yeah, yeah. With with that, I would say you you draw the bit of coastline you can see, and uh, you are confident to announce to the captain that. This is not the new world based on 
all the information from Ernest Donovan's expedition. This is this is an island that he yeah. must not have discovered before. Mazagal, this is this ain't the new land. This is an island of sorts that uh, the expedition before us must have missed. But I can say assuredly, this is not the new world. We should at least look for supplies. I agree. Who knows what could be on this land? I agree. Very well. Very well. I agree. Why are we doing this? Um, Aelig, I suppose, then, if you've discovered it, uh, it's your right to name the island, if you wish. Ooh. I'll come back to you on that. I ha- ugh, I've never had this responsibility before. Stranger walks up to you and he goes, perhaps you should wait until you explore it to see what you should name it. Yes, that is what I had in mind, my friend. Very well. On to the boat, then. We are burning daylight. I lost my accent. <laughs> So you guys all hop on a little like rowboat, and uh, you know you you journey off to the shore, and um, you know you've been heading south ever since you left the coast of Haverhill. So you're just about in the tropics. There's sort of palm trees and other verdant tropical-looking plants. It's the sun is you know high in the sky. It's very hot. Very balmy. Nice if you're into that sort of weather. The stranger will immediately take stock of the surroundings. I'll hop out of the boat and do like a we'll do like a quick perimeter search. Yeah, sure. Do you want to go ahead and roll an investigation check? I will absolutely love to do that. Let's see. Okay. <laughs> Could be better. That's eleven. Eleven, yeah. You're uh you're not really used to searching uh islands before. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, you walk up and down the coast a little bit to see if there's anything that's like shipwrecked here that might be interesting, and it doesn't really seem so. And uh, you know, it, it looks like after a ways up onto the shore, it it gets into this jungle that's really thick. Hmm. But yeah, in, in the area, there's nothing dangerous or really particularly interesting yet. So uh, yeah, uh, what would anybody Bast else like to do? Gonna... Like, scan and see if she can see any sort of life, like animals or... All right. Uh, Yeah, that's kind of what I was hoping you would say. Yeah. Yeah, all right. That's fair. It's 21. Nice. (laughs) 21. In that case, yeah, there is an animal. There's a, uh, there's a, there's a tip here. Yeah. It's, uh, big black and white... Vaguely elephantine and pig looking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's got like the elephant snout. It's kind of you know strolling around, and uh, it it notices that you are here, and it looks a bit apprehensive, like it's ready to sort of run away if need be. I cast speak with animals. Uh, Is there a range on speak with animals? Well, it says range with range self, so. I think that's yeah, kind of a, weird, considering. I think it's oh. a, so you just yeah, cast it on just, yourself, and at that yeah, point you, you just can cast just it on yourself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I like, be like, "Hey, what's up?" But so, I go, what's up, bro? yeah, oi, oi, don't go running away. We mean no harm. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about this island? Perhaps. What are you doing here? Uh, we're on our way to find a new continent, but uh, we stumbled across this island instead. Our boat's back there on the beach. No. This might betray my lack of education, but uh, what do you mean when you say the word continent? I'm sadly unfamiliar with the term. Uh, imagine this island, but thousands of times bigger. I can't even imagine that. I don't think my brain is big enough. <laughs> I just kill the tapir with just it tries to comprehend. It just has a brain in yours right there. It's like unlocking his mind through like eldritch magic, and he just goes mad. Yeah, let me roll an intelligence saving throw. <laughs> <laughs> with the animal is okay. I got He's I got decently well for not having any knowledge. <laughs> I thought yeah, it would be funny if he was really eloquent. So yeah, <laughs> that's that's hilarious. Yeah, so it's really big, uh, but that's what we mean. But uh, can you tell us a little about about this island? Are there any uh, major threats, predators, dangers here? There, there are things that are vaguely like you that I my ancestors have seen, but they don't look like they don't. They're not like pasty and weird like you are. <laughs> that's not very nice. Maybe we will hunt you after all. I just don't know how else to say it. You d- you don't look like you don't belong here. Well, that's because I do. Hey, Link. Hey. 
What is it saying? Uh, hold on, I'm getting to that. He's kind of being weird. Uh, <laughs> he says we can eat coconuts. <laughs> okay. Um. I mean, well, that's good. Things, yes. And, and him, but we're not gonna kill him. And he, and a leg mutters. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, are there, so you say your ancestors saw them, but what about like are are they long gone? These people? Uh, well, mm. I'm five. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm five. Isn't that old for a tapir? How how old do you, you normally live there, lad? Hold on, let me look up the lifespan of a tapir. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. If I were to guess, I would say Damn, we lived to, to be like, like fifteen to twenty, oh, twenty-five okay, to thirty. So- so he is relatively, he's like nearing adolescence. Yeah. I'm a young man. Yeah. Uh, in in my lifespan, I haven't seen any of the things like you, but I've heard about them. Has anyone recently seen them? Well, my dad, he saw some of the, uh, the whatever you are. What, what do you call yourselves? Uh, what, he, uh, what species? Uh, we're, we're many different species. I, I am a dwarf. Uh, she's a halfling. Uh, dwarf. Yeah. So my father saw some of the, the dwarves, the ones who belong here, and they were storing some kind of shiny stuff somewhere. Uh, Alex's like... eyes sort of peek up, but he tries to hide it, but it, not very well at the mention of hiding shiny things. The stranger turns to you and he says what he says. If you look in chat. Look in the chat. Oh. Uh the stranger just starts hissing and stuff. Yeah. That's <laughs> just like, what the fuck? <laughs> and what the, the hell then, is uh, happening right now? And then uh, A-Lig hisses back. <laughs> uh, are, are there any ruins around? Are there uh, currently occupied places by dwarves? Ruins. Like. Ruins. Places where they used to live. Ah, places where dwarves used to live. Or currently live, even. That's even better. M- not, not in my territory, but I think they live. They must live somewhere around here, because they come in their big tree chairs, tree somethings. There's these big. Oh, there's one over there. One, these big tree things. Tri- these big tree contraptions. I mean, he can't understand me, but. But the the tapir wouldn't understand you. Yeah, so. Wait, wait. So wait, and then a leg turns around. Wait, wait, that thing. Yeah, uh, th- that one right there, yeah. Aye, that's that's called a ship, or a boat, if you will. Ah, uh, a butt. <laughs> so they came over here with a butt. Fucking Nemo references oh. in <laughs> He touched the yeah, butt. Boy. <laughs> a boat. Alright, uh, yeah, so they come in boats, you say. Uh, the dwarves come in butts, that's right. Boat. That's what I said, yeah. <laughs> no, you said butt. <laughs> I said boat. Okay, don't die. Listen, I don't see why we should get into the semantics of this. <laughs> All right, regardless. Uh, so they, so how often do they arrive? Would you say? Well, they haven't been here in my lifetime, but my father said he saw them, and I think my grandfather has saw them, seen them on multiple occasions. But he's not around anymore. The dwarves ate him. My my, my condolences. It's all right. He's kind of a dick anyway. Other than the dwarves, wait, when you say dwarves, are they short like me, or are they taller like, ah, uh, me points to Bast? Uh, they, they look a lot more like this one, and uh, the, the tapir points to Bast. Alright, so they're not dwarves. It could be humans, or elves. No, 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 they're dwarves. How do you know? They're the same Bast one as you, like, right? Why is he pointing at me? <laughs> 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 he thinks you look tasty, when he cuts back to the tapir. <laughs> Are they, are they are they taller than me? Generally, yes. All right, so they aren't dwarves, aren't they? No, they're not. Okay. All right. Are, there are any, you getting like, anywhere with this animal? Some some humanoids visit this <laughs> island every few years or so. We're having a discussion on what is a dwarf versus a human and other humanoid. This is your waste of time. You yeah. should at least ask him where they keep whatever it is they keep. Keep what? You must know where the a source of fresh water is, at the very least. Where is a source of fresh water, my dear pig tapir thing? Uh, just uh, inland. Mm, inland, he says. This one. So helpful. You, sh- you sure? Yeah, why do you think I've been talking for now? so long? 
No, I was going to suggest the same thing as I pulled the pepper box from my holster. You little bastards. He's just standing there staring at you guys. <laughs> it is obvious we are dealing with are, an animal. Are there any predators like Shannon, stranger? Are there any things with four legs that like to eat you or like that have sharp teeth and claws? Yeah, there are these like lizard things. They'll eat tapir, definitely. How big are they? Um, they're about dwarf sized. So when you say dwarf size, you mean my size or like their size or bigger? Is it bigger than a bread box? (laughs) Yeah, like the general size of like you all. All right. Y'all. All All right. As we say back in my hometown. (laughs) Tapirs have towns? Yeah. I would say at this point, we've spent over 10 minutes trying to get this information out of him because he's not that smart. (coughs) Oh, no, absolutely. The stranger is like. So then at this point, once he ends and he starts talking and the tapir just looks like confused, like what? And then uh, he goes to the stranger like, yeah, do what you want. He's annoying. I shoot at them with the pepper box. <laughs> Make an attack roll. Okay. Is anybody opposed to this? Okay. Oh God is opposed. That's lovely. A two. Okay. A bullet goes and shoots up a spray of sand, and the tapir squeals. Uh, not too know. slowly, but not too quickly. Just like turns and goes back into the jungle. <laughs> He's Can I like, just sh- try and shoot him again? <laughs> I, no, you got your chance. You failed. Yeah. I, I, okay. would, I would agree with that. <laughs> I mean, I could try and throw a knife at him. <laughs> so he says... At the top is of England. the screen, you see uh, Tapir will remember this. <laughs> 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 he says there are wa- oh, no. clean water inland, and he says there's like these lizard-sized th- lizard things that are like the size of us, and they eat tapir as well. So that we, it's safe to assume they'll probably eat us. So, and he says there's like these humanoids with darker skin and not pale and pasty and weird, as he put it, like me. So they're taller than bast sight, and they visit this island every few years or so. Could possibly be pirates. Possibly. We should be on the lookout for buried treasure. Could be things of use in there. They used to. I would agree with pi- pirates, perhaps, because hold on, because he says uh, they're, hi- they're hiding shiny things here occasionally, so very could well be hidden treasure. We should try and see if we cannot find where the buried treasure is hidden. But first, let us look for fresh water. Well, I can create water if we need useful. to. Very well. Indeed. Then never mind. Let us focus our efforts on finding anything of. I suppose humanoid make. Well, uh, if we could find water, that might be good, because then I don't have to use my spells. But in an emergency, I'll just create water for us. Very well. Let us see if we can't find it. Uh, Yeah, so you go into the jungle a little ways, and you come to a stream of fresh water. And the tapir was drinking there, but then he sort of passive-aggressively He waves, uh, A-leg waves, with like a sort of like a, like, sorry, look. Just raises the pepper box slowly <laughs> in his direction. A-leg the slaps tapir it. Just, just, the tapir just shakes his head. You're not you tall enough for that. Oh, fuck off. I just put Piss my off. hand down and I'm like. <laughs> just slowly lowers, okay. <laughs> All right. And uh, the the tapir says in a voice that only Aleg can understand, bitch ass <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but you everybody else is just like <laughs> Oh fuck off. I didn't do it. Did you he say something insulting? Wangrod. <laughs> Shall we roast him tonight? I don't know, roll an attack roll, see. <laughs> he's got he's gone. Yeah, he's he's gone by now. He's gone? Alright. You have to be faster than That's that. That's fair. So what would anybody like to do? I'm going to start uh, looking for signs of... I'm going to start looking for signs of human traversal. Uh, roll investigation. Anybody trained in investigation? Want to give me advantage? I'm going to cast guidance on you. Okay. Ooh. What oh, the fuck? fuck? <laughs> Plus 1d4. Okay, that's a 10. Alig is proficient with investigation. Alig, would you like to help him out? Sure. Can you give me give me advantage? All right, I'm gonna roll another d20. Okay, that's not much better, but that's still eight plus five plus three. Uh, eight plus five plus three should be enough. Okay. 
Uh, you're able to find some uh, very old uh, footprints, but they lead upstream. And if you mm. follow it a short ways, there is a cave. It appears that our pirates may Before have entered we this do cave. Anything else? I'm gonna look since this is kind of like a watering hole. I'm gonna look for um, lizard prints. I see. Uh, so that'd be a survival check. And, uh, uh, I'll okay. assist do you. Do I roll okay, with great. advantage? So that you can roll. Yep. 13? 13. Uh, you don't see any lizard tracks. So he's working on his map right now, and then he's also going to look for traps around the mouth of the cave. Okay, uh, that'd be investigation. <clears throat> uh, you see a pretty obvious sign of like a tripwire trap that sets off a spear, but it's already been set off. It's not loaded at the moment. Someone got <laughs> fucked. Yeah. yeah, there's like a there's like a skeleton that's just like on the spear. <laughs> Get erect, lad. So what do you do? I'm gonna go into stealth. I'm gonna take out my pepper box. A leg starts eyeing him worriedly. Wait, are, is that a good idea? Yeah, like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I'm also going to cast Mage Hand. Okay. You don't see anything, but I have casted Mage Hand. They, nobody sees the Mage Hand, but they do see you, like, <laughs> crouching down and, like, getting your gun out. I'm approaching yeah, the I mouth think, of the cave. What are we I think Bass reactively, like, pulls her um, Kopesh. Hold on. What is the What is the goal here? <laughs> to find whatever the humans left. Inside the cave. I think I yes. also want to do that. Okay, there we go. That's a 19. That's better. Yeah, hey. anybody who wants to be stealthy, go ahead and roll a stealth check. I will take the lead. Oh, oops, I think that was still set on advantage. That looks like it was set to disadvantage. Oh. Uh, that was. That must be automatic okay, so because of your armor. <laughs> well, I tried. Perhaps it would be better if I went in first at first. I mean, I get... I guess if if everybody is just like going in the cave, I guess I'm going in I also. I think Bass can Great, tell yeah. that you're a little apprehensive, so she just turns to you and she's like, "Come, darling, I will protect you." <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. This the stranger is is going first, and then he starts hearing all this clattering and clanking behind him as he's like stealthily entering the cave, and he just stops. Well, you don't hear a like he's silent, strangely, and they. Actually, the stranger nine. would know that because no, it's His because boots. of uh, boots of something kind. else. The boots of elven kind. The stranger would know that because he's worked with you before, so yeah. he's not worried about you. But he hears the clanking behind him, Shut and he's the just fuck like, <laughs> <laughs> "Yeah, well, yeah. What? It's totally." It's me. loud and echoey through the cave. Yeah. Uh, well, so who of y'all has dark vision? I don't me. think I do. Uh I do. All right, then Alig and Elsie, you can see somewhat. Feet. You yeah. can see 60 feet with a disadvantage, a essentially. And then the other two, uh, you cannot see a thing. So okay, basically, well, Bast, Elsie is guiding yeah. you. Well, he, I go up to Bast mm -hmm. and I y use Eyes of Night on her. Okay. And I also give her uh uh i cast gift of gift of alacrity on her okay uh then suddenly bast can see and that means the stranger is the only one who can't see yeah. and then i use i use vigilant can blessing on myself being able okay. to see? Oh. not right now <laughs> okay. eventually i will but not currently i had a plan originally but then I traded that for something else. All right, so uh, Caden, roll a d20. 12. All right. Since the stranger is going first and you can't see, uh, you just oh, walk great. into a stone wall. Ouch. <clears throat> that looked like it hurt, bud. You want me to go first? And then uh, everybody else who has dark vision comes up and can see basically a triangle made out of these circles. What? And sort like a few so there's there's a bunch of these circular divots that make up this triangle 
inset into the stone wall in front of you. And one of them is filled with a gold coin. It's, uh, so there's three, there's six rows, the top row being just one. Any given side has six divots. And the one three rows up and one in from the left has a gold coin set into it. And the bottom right corner has a question mark etched into the divot. There's also just some various coins scattered around the floor. Aleg's going to investigate the coins and the divots and see if they correspond to each other, like in any specific way, like the coins have to go in a certain order. Yeah, roll an investigation check. Go, babe. Oh my god, garbage rolls today. Uh, 10 is enough for what I was looking for. So you're able to determine basically that there are three sizes of divots. They're very slightly different. And some of them can fit gold coins, some of them can fit silver coins, and some can fit copper coins. I see. How many uh, coins are scattered around the floor? 29. How many are in the fucking triangle? Say that. Uh, only one of the divots is filled. I'm not particularly yeah. good at investigation, but could I investigate the question mark? I will also roll investigation. Uh, well, don't don't tell me you're using investigation. Tell me what your character I'd like does. to inspire, yeah. like, look at the question mark and see if I can, because that is interesting to me. What what is Bass hoping like to find or something? It's it seems like a some kind of a puzzle, and puzzle. I'm curious why. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Roll roll an investigation check then. Uh, so Bast with a 14 investigation, it occurs to Bast that essentially what is being posed is what type of coin fits right. in the slot okay. with the question mark. I was going to investigate the different sizes compared to the different coins that are on the ground and see which one would best fit which hole. If, if you look at the coins, a cursory, a cursory glance for anybody who can see, which unfortunately does not include this stranger, they're, they're not standard coins. There are, there are different types of gold, silver, and copper coins. Does anybody have a lantern? I'm going to go over and cast light on... Uh, the stranger's pepper box. Thank you, Huffling. So, I was there. Uh, is this like a door at all? Uh, it is a door. Yeah, there's a mechanism. Okay. Uh, it appears that th this has has the ability to open. All right. Okay. Now that I can see it, I hold my pepper box up and I start looking to see which of the coins fits what kind of slot. There seem to be th only three different size slots. The difference is very minuscule. It's mm -hmm. hard to detect, but of the coins, like there are multiple gold coins. There are some bigger gold coins that are like the balloons. There are some, you know, like smaller ones that have punches in the middle. There's lots of different types of coins. So the one that's currently set within is a specific size, right? Right. Can I match it up with the other coins of the same size? Essentially, are you looking for a coin on the ground that is the same size as the one that's in I'm gonna set try, already? I'm going to pick up like a – like there are – you said 29? There are 29 coins. I'm going to pick up like five of them. Okay. I'm going to try and pick up a variety. I'm going right. to start like holding it up and closely like examining which of them are the same size as the one that's currently in set into the puzzle. Roll, uh, roll 5d20 if you do that. <laughs> Two, three, four. Uh, yes, one of one of them is a perfect match for the one that's in set. Okay. Hey. I'll take that one, and I will try and match it with a hole that is the same size. Uh, it will fit into a slot that is... So, of the top three, the bottom left, that top slot... Three, bottom left. It, it's appropriate for that size. Mm, okay. Uh, there's a couple of others that it seems to fit into as well. Of the bottom, the the lower left, those three, uh, it fits into the top one. And actually also, the, the, the second row up, the row of five, if you start from the left and count that way, it fits into slot four as well. So the stranger will hold up the coin that he's found. He has... I don't want to put it into the slot just yet. Try looking for coins that are this okay. size. 
Alig does so. Is the so the slot with the question mark? You said there's three different sizes, right? Three different sizes of slots. So yes. is the slot with the question mark one of those sizes, or is it its own size entirely? It's 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 a unique size. Okay. I think Bast is going to look for the one that's a unique size. Okay. You want to help with that? Unique size. Uh, that would be an investigation check. I will help with that. Yeah, so Bast, you can roll with advantage. I got an 18. Yeah, you, uh, Bast, you look for a coin that f- that looks to be the unique size and... There doesn't seem to be mm. one. Hmm. Yeah. Could be what if it's hand. not a coin? Ooh, interesting. I'm going to try something. I want everybody to step at least 30 feet back. I'll put my thieves' tools da- back into my pocket, and I'll mm-hmm. put the coin into my mage hand. Aleg goes, oh, he's going to be an idiot. He's going to kill us all. Oh, fuck, <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> Everybody can at least get yeah. out of the cave if you're nervous. I just I will leave the cave. I'm Great. Gonna, I'm gonna yeah, go thirty feet back. Okay. And from thirty it, like, sort feet, of like trudges back, like sort of hurriedly, but at the same time like dejectedly, like, well, that's the last we saw of the stranger. Yep. <laughs> so from thirty good feet away, you. I will t- I will command my mage hand to take the coin over and mm-hmm. place it within the top the mm-hmm. top slot that I saw. Uh, the the one that was sized for it. Yes, the one that was sized for it, and I'll have it put it in. Yeah, it slots in there. Okay, I'll wait a few seconds. Does <laughs> anything happen? Nope. It is clear. Alex's eyes perk up like, hmm. interesting. Are we are we making progress? Well, he's not. We didn't see a thunderous explosion or hear anything, yeah. so I'd assume yeah. On my way back into the cave, I am gonna search the floor to find. Literally anything, coin or not, that I think would fit into that question mark hole or slot. Okay, go ahead and roll an investigation check. I'm gonna cast guidance on Bast. Fifteen. Fifteen. So y- you find sort of a, a decaying that would leather fit in bag. Slot? No, no, it's just it, a leather it's bag. Too, too big for that. It's just a leather bag that seems really old, but preserved better than it might have been for have have been in the cave, which the air seems to be dry. If I look inside of it, is there anything in it? There are some stone tools. There is a uh, some some metal dust that's really shiny in a strange way. Can Aleg investigate to see if he's seen this kind of metal before? Uh, I. I'm going to say uh, Stranger, go ahead and roll. Okay. Please, please, please. Yay! There 22. we go. You, you begin to take a look at it, and like you, there's a second where you feel your heart just like drop into your stomach. Uh, is like, there anything else in the back? What is it? What's wrong? <laughs> yeah, everybody probably sees the Stranger look at this metal dust and then go like, you, he, well, you don't see his face. Oh, yeah, oh, that's I guess true. That's He's true. wearing a mask. I'm wearing a mask, so you wouldn't be able yeah. to see my expressions. So, yeah, and the stranger usually keeps his emotions, like, very in check. So he just sort of Bass looks at the like, dust. do you know it? I know what this is. And there's nothing else in the bag other than this dust? I mean, there's some stone tools. There's the dust. The rest. There's, like, some... Do I recognize the make of the stone tools? No. No, just standard? Okay. Does Aleg recognize the make of the stone tools? Definitely. Yeah, they they they, they match up with a specific time period. Uh, very old. But they look newer than the time period uh, of the... So, like, it, you would have gone on archeolo- archaeological digs, and it's like, as far as the archaeology in Grockvale is concerned, this type of stool is from a very specific time period, but the the wear on the stone says these are newer than that. All right. These these tools, I've seen similar or almost exactly like this in Grockvale, but they've been many, many millennia older than this. These look new, but the make take, is the same. Mm-hmm. I take a small pouch and I start 
pouring the dust into that pouch from the decaying bag. There's like you can get like a few pinches full. Oh, pinches full. Okay, there, there's take, yeah. There's not a lot left, there. but you you get a bit of it. D- definitely enough to study. I'll put it in a pocket. It is what is known as adamantine metal. What is that? It's adamantine, didn't you hear? Very rare. Very fascinating to see <laughs> dust of it. Why? I I think I should note uh, that hey, like as you as you look at the tools, you like there are some pretty standard tools like chisel, knife, hammer, uh, and one of the hammers is, it the is size very of the round. Hole or the very divot. Round? Best uh, is gonna take the tool and whack it into the question mark slot. Not gonna not gonna wait, say anything. She's just gonna <laughs> fucking do it. Thunk. Wait. The stranger would notice this, though, right? Probably, yeah. <laughs> the stranger runs. <laughs> he doesn't say anything. He just goes, <laughs> He's like, oh, And then fuck. just darts out of the... Moves full 40 feet outside of the cave. Same. What's going on? Uh, all right, so everybody else, as soon as Vast puts the hammer in the hole, make a dexterity saving throw. So should I be doing this too? <laughs> yeah? Okay. Yeah. I saw her do this and I'm like, oh, hell no, I'm out. He just like yeets himself out of How the How fast cave. do you move? Uh, 25 feet. Does armor affect speed? Is 25 feet. Uh, it, it only can. does if you don't meet the strength requirement. So I'm literally, so I'm still like right at the mouth of the cave when whatever happens, happens. So should I get advantage on the dexterity throw? I rolled sure. a 19. And just so you guys know, 15. there is a reason why she did this, which you may I will find trust out. You. you will, you will definitely find out later. But okay, yeah, that's really good. So blades, like scimitar, like blades, come and just like slice through most places in this cave, and uh, luckily, uh, everybody is able to get out of the way enough that they are not hit by these blades. Uh, but then uh, the immediately you know, the mechanism. A-Lig, the instant the shing goes through the air, Alig starts swearing and literally starts profanities and like, "Yeah, fucking idiot, <laughs> you stupid, what are you doing?" Fast yeah, is just like, right. "Oops, what happened?" Wait, what happened, Lee? So the, the the blades go off and just like so does Alig with his <laughs> fucking swears. Okay, the stranger just comes like darting back in. He goes. What foolishness corrupted your mind to do such a thing? That's just like sheepishly is like, oops. <laughs> give me the hammer. I do. I give it to you. I take the hammer. The so the the mechanism for the door that this these slots are on it it like like releases some dusty air and it's like it, it seems openable now. I don't know how <laughs> else to say it. The stranger just slowly moves his head to look at Boss <laughs> for like, a second. Huh? Huh? See? Looks, 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 looks at the hammer, goes over to the door, and just starts to slowly push it. Does it open? It does. Looks at Boss and goes, "There may be some wisdom to foolishness." Throws the hammer idiot over his trying shoulder. to kill us all. <laughs> Throws the hammer over his shoulder. <laughs> And takes to the pepper box. Does it still have light on it? Yeah. Yeah. And just begins to like sweep into the room. So first of all, there's uh, sunlight coming in from the top. Uh, it's unclear how you would get to the the top entrance of this cave, uh, but it seems to be a uh, a trove of some sort. There's lots of chests. Many of them seem open and empty. But there are some that are closed still, and, you know, there's more coins, like the ones outside, that are scattered on the floor in some places. And it seems like maybe tucked away in corners, there might be more interesting things to find here. Aleg shoves everyone out of the way and looks at them all and says, don't touch a fucking thing. No premises. Of course, what do you take me for, an idiot? That is what that one's job is for. All right, and who's the first person to touch something? All right, and then I will roll for investigation to check for any more traps. I'm going to also. 19, baby. Let's go. 21. Oh, natural 20! 20! Uh, you, both, you both seem pretty sure that 
there are no traps. But as you are searching for them, uh, the stranger, uh, there's sort of these uh, shelves carved into the stone. And as you're looking for tripwires or anywhere that, you know, more blades or knives might come out of, you see a, an old uh, clay jug, but there's there's something unusual about it. There's like some kind of runes carved into it. Uh, Alig, as you search for traps, you find this uh, metal rod with a button on it. And as Elsie and Bass wander into the room, certain things catch your eyes as well. Elsie, there's this bag of petrified something, but it's like could be marbles maybe or something, but it's this like purple velvet bag that seems strangely preserved. Just like somebody and, lost their marbles, ooh, nice. I guess. And I just yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Batch, there's this uh, like. Okay. This uh, sterling silver brooch that you find that has uh, a you know a crystal, crystal set into it. Ooh, tiger's eye. So can Alig investigate it? See if he knows the make of the brooch. Uh sure. So would this be a history? This would be history. Bruh. Can I give him advantage? Sure. Yeah. Oh my god, same thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So there's a very good reason that you don't recognize this brooch. There are definite char- characteristics that set it apart from any time period of this type of metallurgy from Grokvale. I, I have no Grokvale. fucking idea what this is. It's completely different. The metallurgy, the metalworking, the, uh, the fabrication technique, it's all different. Have fun! He plops it back in your hand again. This jug that's in my hands, mm-hmm. I'm gonna like shake it. Does it sound like there's like liquid in it or anything in it? Yeah, when you when you shake it, it sounds like there's something in it. Does it sound like liquid or like something solid? Something liquid, yeah. It sounds like there's something liquid. Liquid. In it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so drink it, drink <laughs> it. No kidding. <laughs> I think in general, it's probably a good idea if we have a bit more communication between us before people just start to do stuff by themselves. I, I totally second that. <laughs> and, he just, and he just looks at Bast. She just like grabs her well, necklace look, I'm not and trying... just fucking doesn't say anything. We're not calling anybody out. The stranger out. is just currently scooping <laughs> coins into a pouch in the background, just like slowly sifting in. Uh, well, look, we're not calling anybody out, but Bast is the Bast, reason the door yeah. opened. He's also the reason why we almost got swords to the fuck of ours. That's true. Indeed, it was an incredibly stupid thing to do. But it did get the door unlocked. So she is to be commended. (laughs) Thank you. Continuing to scoop coins into a bag. (laughs) Continuously. When the coin bag is full, he takes the jug and the coin bag in his hands. Hmm. And he sort of turns to the side. And what you all see is his mask. The details, which were this fine filigree of a tragedy mask, like the brows, the nose, and the f- the mouth, all yeah. very faint filigree. Suddenly, they become very pronounced. And the mouth opens. And it looks like there's a void that just goes <laughs> on forever. Then the mouth just extends in a long four-foot diameter as he just puts the jug and the bag into the mouth, pulls his hands out, and the mask then just slowly reverts back Does, uh, into its original has, form. Has Alig seen you do this on the archaeological digs that nope. we've worked? All right. Oh, what the fuck is he? Oh, like, God. oh hell no. Oh, no. <laughs> He then takes another bag. You need Jesus. You need Jesus. He then takes another bag out and goes, "What?" Just starts scooping coins into the second bag. <laughs> Where did your mouth void come from? It came from the musk. Just continuously scooping coins. Open. He's. He'll then yeah, like no move to. No big deal. M- Move to a chest that's closed. Uh, I'm going to look at it and see if it's trapped or locked. So, some of the old chests, uh, so, like some some of the items that you found might have been in some of the chests. Um, th- they're either like you open it and like maybe 
you know a brooch was in one of them some of them are just like fused shut like rusted shut uh i'd say uh if you guys want to just sort of pick this room clean uh each of you can roll a d100 and get that many gold pieces and then uh stranger you can take more because you can store them in your mask uh that's 2d10 i didn't mean to do that let's see what i get 55 nice plus 100 yeah, I'm not. I'm really not trying that hard. Alig uh, investigates his uh, little rod and his button. Yeah, it ha- it's um, it seems to be bronze for the most part. All right. How long is it? Like, how big is it? Uh, it's about a foot and a half. It's capped at both ends with steel. All right. He says out loud, "I'm pressing the button on this." Uh, are you moving it as Wait. you do so? What do you mean moving? Like, like, are you are you holding it perfectly still and pressing the button? Sure. Doesn't seem like anything happens. All right. And then with his hand still on the button, he begins to like just flick it. Like, oh, this is fucking useless. Yeah. So you you press the button down and go to flick it, and it won't move. <gasps> the unmoving staff. Yeah. It's a rod. It's an immovable rod. Yes. <laughs> I thought that's what it was. I I did too. It's fucking useless. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this could be useful. We love the immovable rod out here. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of New World, presented by Vitamin Dice. Once again, that's V Y T A M I N Dice. We hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed making it. Look out for our social media presence so you can follow this campaign. If you enjoyed the show, want to support us, and are excited for bonus content, then you should become a patron on our Patreon. Just look for Vitamin Dice. And remember, 9 out of 10 doctors recommend a regular dose of Vitamin D, and the D stands for Dice.